It's Savage News. I'm Jason, and with me today is a guest, a, a blast from the past for like the five people uh, who, who, who ever listened uh, to the, the very first podcast we did on our website. But uh, joining me for the first time in like a year is High Speed Chase. How's it going? Oh, am I supposed to talk now? Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's, it's, really it's been a long time. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So out of practice. While. Had to dust you off and, and pull you down off the shelf. Uh, dude, it's it's uh, it's good to see you. It's good to see you too. Yeah, it's been, you been basically the same, except for you're missing something on the top of your head. Yeah, I took off. I took off my hair. Uh, Buzz cut. Yeah, you know, I just really wanted to embrace like the uh, you know the white supremacist look. I think I Those, they they seem like a good group of people to to, to align myself with. Well, you know, they got a the good style. You know, as oh, definitely. Yeah. Buzz cuts. No, people people really look up to them. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, you know, it's wintertime. That's, that's what they say. Like when it's, when it's wintertime, it's time to just like take it all, you know, like just cut all your hair off. Yeah. To keep it winter. warm. Yeah. Keep it, yeah. Keep it warm. Yeah. Well, because hair makes you cold. Oh yeah. So they say. I know that. I got a lot of hair. Yeah. No, exactly. It's, I'm sure you're cold all the time. Yeah. My hair's like too long, dude. <laughs> have you, uh, so have you, have you ever heard this is, and, and now this is, this is how we just segue right into the news because it's really smooth. Uh, have you heard of multiple man? Yeah. Multiple Man. Yeah? You know who Multiple Man is? Yeah. There's a pop quiz on, on comic book stuff. What no. is he? Is he X-Man or the Flash guy? Uh, Multiple Man is not the Flash guy. It's X-Man. Yeah? Okay. You got it? Yeah. What does Multiple Man do? He multiplies. Yeah? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. What are you getting at, huh? Uh, what I'm getting at is that James Franco... Uh, Simon Kinberg, who was the producer on all the X-Men films, uh, Alan Heinberg, who's the writer of Wonder Woman, are teaming up to bring Multiple Man to screen. He's already been on screen. Oh, but he's, he's getting his own feature. James Franco is starring in a Multiple Man movie. Why? <laughs> right? <laughs> I, like, they're like, all right, well, let's just pick a random X-Men. <laughs> Like everybody wants Gambit movie, yeah. Everybody wants you know all these other famous X Men, yeah. But they're like multiple man, multiple man, yeah. We'll make a whole movie. It's like no, we're not going to do a Nightcrawler movie. We're not going to do like a, a Colossus movie or a Kitty Pride movie. No, we're going to do multiple man. He's not even an X Man, is he? I don't think so. No, I, I he think he's a just bad a guy. Yeah, I think he's just a mutant because he was part of the Brotherhood for X Men Three. Sure, they like recruited him and they used yeah. him for one scene. Yeah, to make it look like there was a lot of people, and I'm like. He's got some pretty good powers. I feel like you, instead of using him as just, you know, like yeah, I feel like he, he should have been like the entire plan. He's a one man army. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of things you can do with that many people. <laughs> and it's all one dude. Yeah. That Who would knows? be interesting because it's like, you, you kind of dive into the life of a guy that has, like, how does his powers work? He just, like, does he duplicates have, himself, I think? I yeah, but know. then is he both of those people? That's a good question. I, I wonder, yeah, if there's like one, like if, if his consciousness stays in the prime body and the rest are like drones or if it's like... Like, can he like send someone out and then be like, can like access their memories or does he not get the memories back until they re- remerge? That, that is interesting, actually, because it's, it's almost like omnipotence at that point. Like if you can actually be aware of what's going on in all of your bodies at once, like if there's somehow the thoughts are connected. Yeah. And how many can he do at a time? I don't know if there's a limit. Like, is there like a Google website? Where you like like a Wikipedia that would tell you? The, I'm sure the power? there is. Yeah, uh, mul- <laughs> I'm gonna Google multiple man powers. This this is now the Google News show. Google uh, News is what we do. We never stay on topic. <laughs> we just kind of do whatever we want. Um, that's what you get when you bring me back to your show. Jason. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Everything just falls apart. Nonsense. Um, 
you know what? I'm I'm going to leave it up to to the people listening to email in uh, letters at savagelandpodcast.com and let us know what the limitations are of multiple man's powers. I want to know because like if they had a movie about this, yeah, they've that if it's that character, they picked that character for a reason. Totally, so, and they I feel like they they kind of want to get into that. So it's 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 definitely I'll, an interesting. It. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to explore without a doubt. Like is, I'm sure there's cool stuff to do there. Is James Franco playing multiple man? James Franco is playing multiple man, and the writer of Wonder Woman is writing it. Simon Kinberg, who's been the producer on every X-Men film producing it. Like, I mean, I don't know. He's done every single one of them? Most of them, yeah. Him and Laura, Laura, Lauren, Laura Schuler Donner have been like the producing team on most of them. Well, ask them, how come only half of the X-Men movies are good <laughs> and then half of them are awful? Uh, I, you know, I think they're just, they're trying to keep you on your toes. Well, you know? it's working because... They, they don't want to do the DC thing where everything is bad. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um... Uh, in other news, do you know? Uh, do you know? Do you know? Do you know the name Connor Kent? Does that ring a bell to you? Connor Kent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is Superboy. He is Superboy. Ah, got it. I knew uh, that one. Connor Kent, the the real sort of like true version of Connor Kent's been missing like ever since the New Fifty Two happened. The New Fifty Two did like a weird version of him, but he was like different and ended up not even being the same guy and all this stuff. So we haven't really seen like T-shirt and jeans Superboy for like nine years now. He really? hasn't been in the comics. Yeah, he was in that that Teen Titan run. He was, was in yeah he? Jeff Johns's uh, Teen yeah, Titans. Yeah, the one run. that you yeah. really like, the one that I love. That I have not returned yet. <laughs> hey, it's it's or all good. Red. It's I, I have like three different versions of uh, of that Teen Titans run, so it's all good. I will get that back to you by the time you leave back to California. I mean, if if you do, it's just going to be sitting on that shelf right behind you uh, here in Utah, where I do not live. Well, it's better than <laughs> in, on my shelf. That's fair. Um. Anyway, uh, that that uh, streak of of absence is now coming to a uh, an end because uh, James Tynan the Fourth, who's been writing detective comics and apparently some other stuff, uh, is saying that uh, Superboy, aka Connor Kent, is making a comeback in DC Rebirth. Well, what's he doing? I don't is he know. not being in Rebirth? I've he hasn't been there the whole time. Really? There there is a new Superboy, which is Superman's kid. Oh yeah, and that's it's actually really good. I I really like Superman being a dad. I I've feel like that's the perfect role. A little for that bit character. of that, like some of the first ones from yeah. the rebirth, where there's like some weird guy, Superman guy with glasses, eighties glasses. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. What you're anyway, talking about. he was oh, like, oh, the Eradicator. Yeah, 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 yeah. he okay. was really weird. I didn't know what was going on at all during that. But you should read it. It's pretty good. I maybe I will. We had uh, Patrick Gleason, the uh, co-writer and artist, or co-writer and co-artist, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, on that Superman series. He was on the show a few months back talking about it. It's it's, uh, it's on this show. On this show, no way. On Savage Land, hell yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, but uh, he, I, I, they've been doing a really good job with that Superman series, and I love Jonathan Kent, the whole Superman being a dad and having a Superboy kid thing. But it'll be very interesting to see how uh, suit like Connor Kent Superboy ties into all that. So I don't know. I don't really know anything about him that much other than what I saw on Young Justice. Oh, okay. So is it kind of like the same thing? Cadmus kind of created him as a clone of Superman mixed with the DNA of Superman and Lex Luthor. Yes, sir. And he punched a hole in time that made Red Hood alive. But there, was that, yeah, that. there was that whole thing. <laughs> so I remember that because I know Red Hood. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. But yeah. Dude, Superboy, Superboy is one of my favorite characters. Uh, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, just dealing with the fact that, like, because, I mean, you think about, you know, your potential, right, or your birthright. Like, the birthright of the world's greatest superhero and the world's greatest supervillain, like, that's, you know, it, it, it does a number on his psyche just to be like, what it, like, what am I going to be? What's my what's that's my true. Goal, is he good? Know? Is he bad? No one knows. Yeah, and, he, and he's always, like, you know, he, in Teen Titans, at least, in that in that run, he was always, like, stressed out about 
you know, what legacy that he was going to live up to, or if there was some sort of like, you know, if he was destined to be a supervillain, right? Like, you know, if, if that was just like going to be his life because that was sort of where he comes from. Uh, yeah, but that's the same thing because he's Superman. Superman's a good guy. Yeah, what is 50 50? Have... Those aren't good odds. Uh, I don't know. I'll I don't take him. Yeah. Know. I'm curious to see where they go, though. Uh, it'll be interesting to have Superboy kind of jumping into that fray because the Superman comics are really. Is, are they going to like insert him the same way they did with the Wally West? Where Wally West came back and he was like, "What's going on? I've been erased." We don't know yet, and I, I'm I'm interested to see because that that could it could be a really cool way of tying it into all of the rebirth stuff if Wally and you know like Connor and maybe even like Bart Allen if they were all to like come back sort of in the same way. But yeah, I think it's interesting because I kind of like how they they like they're treating the new Fifty Two as like some weird yeah Earth that was like. Or something happened. Yeah, I don't. It even... was like a fake, sort of like a fake reality where <laughs> everyone was taking things from them and rewriting yeah. history. Yeah, because like that's what they were doing with Rebirth and whatever they're doing with the Watchmen. Yeah, now. I haven't Doomsday really been clock. keeping up for a while. The whole so the whole the whole sort of conceit of it is basically that Doctor Manhattan took their like lives and reality and just messing it. Yeah, up. he just messed with their reality what and like screwed up their lives and made everything all dark and and uh, you know weird. Changed Nightwing's yeah. colors to red. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, I don't for know some that. dumb reason, like thanks, Dan. To he's Dio. blue again. He's blue he again. He's blue. The I, new Nightmare comics that. have been really good. I've I've seen a bunch of them, or I've read a bunch of them. Yeah, they're so, good, man. I so, love them. Yeah, I just haven't been keeping up. He's been on dealing it. with the Parliament of Owls. Is he? Who? Nightwing is dealing with them. It's an extension of the Court of Owls. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. With that, with some weird guy. Raptor. With the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Raptor. Oh yeah, dude. orange guy. You got it. I had no idea. The what writer was going of that series, Tim Seeley, he's also been on the show. He's a good guy. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. We're just this is the this is the time where I'm just like bragging about the guests we've had. Uh, no, I'm just really You're more like, telling. Yeah, I've had way better guests than you. Ever since you left the show, we've had like this guy, <laughs> this guy, this guy. All of them better being, than you, by the way. Being in LA does a lot to to help you uh, kind of meet people and 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 bring some guests onto places because you can actually go to conventions where like. Yeah. People are. They're all in L.A.? Yeah. rather than, Well, not all of them, but uh, there, they, there are they enough. They go to L.A. more than they come to Utah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's, that's more the point. In Utah, <laughs> like, like we, could, we could get, you know, like the, the two comic book creators that live in Utah. We could probably get them on the show at some point. I don't know why we haven't. That's weird. Is there? Um, yeah, I know who they are. There's two people. There's two uh, major uh, artists. Well, one's very major. One's like kind of major uh, who live really? in Utah. Yeah. I should probably hit them up at some point. You'd think I would, yeah. right? I don't know how long you're going to be know. here, but you should. I'm an idiot. Um, be dope. Well, speaking of Superboy in, in an basically an unrelated way, uh, you, you know this, this character Shazam, right? Shazam? Yeah, Shazam. <laughs> no, I don't know Shazam. <laughs> well, you've heard of, you know, they are sometimes referred to as Captain Marvel. You know? Captain Mar- Shazam. Yeah, Shazam. Shazam. What did I say? Not Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Oh, uh, you heard about the casting, right? Um, yeah, the dude from Thor. Yeah, Zachary Levi, who played uh, replacement for that one Robin Hood looking guy in Thor. Yeah, who has been in like <laughs> both movies for like fifteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. The how, really... long, how long did he last? I want to know his exact screen time in Thor Ragnarok. I bet between the two, I bet between all three movies, he's probably got ten minutes. No, first one he's got. He's a different different actor. Yeah, it's a different actor, but I mean the character. Yeah, he was in it quite a bit in the first one. Was he? The three of them, they come down and they help him fight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're, they're all waving in the know, window of the place. And, like, and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then in two, friends. they're like, yeah, forget about those guys. And then three <laughs> is like, really forget about those guys. Yeah. Because you're not going to see him ever. Yeah, <laughs> For, please forget about them because they are dead. Yeah, but like three, <laughs> I think he, he probably doesn't have more than like 10 seconds of screen time. Yeah, absolutely. If, if, if he topped a minute, I would be astonished. 
I'm going to find out. I'm going to go watch Thor. I'm going to time it. <laughs> we'll do it. Um, but uh, yeah, Zachary Levi, a.k.a. Chuck, cast as, as uh, Shazam. I was really pulling for John Cena. I was, too. I wanted to see John Cena go up against so The good, Rock. Right? It's like... It's just a pro so wrestling perfect. movie. It's so <laughs> it's perfect. So Two big buff guys, yeah. and now they got superpowers. Yeah, yeah. And then, like in the third act, they oil each other up, and then just you know they're they're for some reason they're not wearing clothes. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, they're in their underwear. They just, they just get as like he's as, got like, like Levi cutoffs or whatever. Homoerotic as possible. Wears. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Um, I'm actually afraid that um, The Rock plays Black Adam, and he's a bad guy. Yeah, you don't you don't think it's gonna do good? Do I'm kind of afraid that The Rock thinks that Black Adam's a superhero and is a oh, lot he's like an anti-hero he yeah so he's like yeah we're making a black adam movie and he's like ah this is my superhero and i saw him talking and there was a post of him and henry cavill and uh-huh. like, yeah super bros uh or something along uh-huh. the lines of that and i was like you're a bad guy dude you're not the main character <laughs> you're a fascist like i just he i don't know i like the rock yeah. i really do i really like the rock but i'm like he is into himself and if you yeah, follow him on instagram yeah. he uh, but yeah so i, I kind of i'm kind of worried that he thinks that he's like the main character, and I'm, he's going to overshadow Shazam. I mean, so I'm like, well, here's the thing. Uh, I don't know. He will, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 without a doubt. The Rock is absolutely a bigger star than Zachary Levi, like he's, by a million. At by least? yeah, I mean, because he's he's like one of the biggest movie stars in the world. I mean, he's like in top three in terms of like every year earning money. Yeah, any movie he's in, even if it's about a video game about giant apes running around. Yeah. Have you seen that trailer, by the way, for Rampage? Uh, I I've seen the poster. I've not seen the trailer. It actually looks like a good movie. It's got <laughs> it's got a uh, Negan Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Okay, and freaking Deathstroke. Okay, I'm, I'm, new, I'm on board. Joe, Joe Manganiello. Joe <laughs> Joe Joe Megan Megatoni. What is it? Megamorph. Meganello. Manganello. It's not that hard to say. Yeah, it's Manganello, but it's a little weird when you when you see it. It's like yeah. It's one of those it's words Manganiello. that when you read it, it's it. fine. But yeah, trying to like translate from word to to speech is maybe tough. it's just me. I don't know. Maybe it's just you. Yeah, maybe you're handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. But anyway, we're talking about Shazam and yeah, Levi. Zachary Levi. I think I think he's a good choice. Uh, and like he's anyone who's not John Cena, then yeah, like he's as good as any non John Cena person could be for Shazam. Yeah, I thought I don't know. I thought they'd do it. I'll give him whatever. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Um, He needs to start working out because I'm pretty sure Shazam is ripped, especially since the Adam is Black Adam. Black Adam is played by The Rock. He's going to be very big. That was was another reason why I was like, John Cena is like the only person you can cast because there's no way Zachary Levi is going to be anywhere close to as jacked as The Rock is. Yeah. Like he can get as big as Thor. Chris Hemsworth. He's not going to be as big as Thor. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth looks small next to The Rock. Like he could do, he could be jacked on steroids for the next year, just like Hugh Jackman is. Like, and still not be anywhere close. Just like how I threw that slight dig at a thing that we've disagreed yeah, on in the past. I was going to say something, but I was like, better not, better not. It's never been proven that Jack, Hugh Jackman has done steroids. Never been proven, but it's definitely uh, easy to assert. Just because he's old and got veins doesn't mean he's... <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. another topic for pastime. Yeah, that's that's in the past. It's all in the past. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, it's so in the past. Marvel Comics uh, has, been, has been having some woes for a while. Uh, like the comics or... Oh, the comics, not the movies. Okay. Uh, on the comic end, and and they've they've done some really interesting stuff over the last couple of years, but uh, it hasn't uh, hasn't quite uh, translated into sales figures like they've wanted. Like the all new series, yeah, like the all new, all different stuff. And they they did a lot of really cool stuff, uh, which I, I kind of liked. You know, they they basically took out all of the original Avengers and like replaced them with legacy characters and stuff like that. And I thought that was interesting. Um, but they've had a couple of missteps in, in recent years. Uh, and so now they've decided to go in the direction of uh, naming a new editor-in-chief. 
Really? Uh, so former editor Axel Alonso uh, has now been replaced by C.B. Sobolski, who you may not know the name, uh, but C.B. Sobolski has been, uh, over the last like decade, has been the person in charge of like bringing in new talent to Marvel and like discovering new writers and artists and, and kind of like helping bring in new voices to their to their stable um and so i think that uh i think that he's he's probably the best choice that they could have made uh and at least to me that 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 says that they're probably going to try and do some exciting and different stuff with the comics line which is probably good you know i mean you know what of... they've been doing is like because like i've noticed that i i've actually read a little bit i've read the all new wolverine yeah and i liked it because it's x23 and stuff but like all the other stuff that i've seen that they made the changes is like wow they're trying to like change everything and I, I feel like they're going too far they and they, they, they kind of did so they they started a new event called marvel legacy where they kind of like it's all it was kind of supposed to be their their dc rebirth in a way without oh, quite right. going that far and so now it's like everyone's back to their normal you know sort of world um but i i think that like it'll be it'll be interesting because i think i think he might bring in more than bringing in new characters i think bringing in new voices for the established characters you know what i mean like yeah, like new riders and exactly. stuff like that. It feels like sort of a changing in the uh, in the guard. Uh, uh, last week I talked about how Brian Michael Bendis just signed an exclusive contract with DC. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Crazy excited about that. Um and I think along that along with that it just I think it sort of means that they're they're kind of like in a transition right now where they're they're bringing in some of these newer voices uh and elevating some of their voices that have been around, you know, for less time with them. Um, and so I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be good for for different stories. The characters will probably all be the familiar ones, like Steve Rogers and Thor Odinson, and all the usual you know suspects. Yeah, because uh, I don't know what Thor's been doing. He's unworthy or something. He was unworthy. And I think he's Steve worthy Rogers again is now? old. Yeah, he so was Logan. Yep. Just a different Logan from the future. Yeah, as old man Logan. Yeah, so I was like they're all, but they're all kind of coming back right now in this Marvel Legacy event. I did. I did see that Wolverine was back. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's to be expected. And it's 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 pretty good stuff, and I'm excited to see what they do uh, uh, out out the end of it. They've announced a few series uh, that are going to be sort of coming out of the end of Marvel Legacy. Uh, we won't really get into them too much, but uh, it looks it looks exciting. They do a lot of cool stuff with like Doctor Strange and Captain America and other people like that. So I'm excited. You know, cool. cool. Oh yeah, oh, to check it out. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, something, 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 I'm not really digging too much of this news. Dunkirk's coming back to theaters, but like, who the hell cares about Dunkirk? You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. I love that movie. Did you see that? Uh, I saw it and, um, I liked it except for I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't Explain. like it. And then I was like, actually I do like it. I, I cause it was like, this doesn't make any sense. There's no story. There's no nothing going on. But then you kind of realize what he was trying to do. Cause I didn't know what, like when it said the sky and the ocean yeah. one week, it was like, so everything was taking place all at the same time, and they were just trying to f- give everybody a, the same amount of screen time. Even uh-huh. in the air, they were on the air, in the air for like an hour. They were on the land for like a week. Uh-huh. They were on the boats for however long it was. So they were trying to tell three different stories and give them the same amount of screen time about yeah. this event. And I was like, that's actually really interesting. And once I figured it out, I was like, all right, it's better than I initially initially thought. But I'm like, I don't know. I still I don't want to watch it again. I, I I might just because it was. Did you see it in IMAX? I'm curious. Ah uh, no, I think I just saw it in IMAX. Oh boy, see that's I IMAX like it's it's one of the dumbest like pretentious you know things that people talk about. But really, on that movie, I think IMAX does make a difference. Um, we talked about it a lot on the show. Uh, anyway, um, outside of uh that news, um, there's stuff with 
TV, probably. You know, have you ever have you ever heard of this television that they talk about every once in a while? TV? Yeah. No. You watch? What do you mean TV? You ever watched any TV? I just watch stuff on my phone. <laughs> That's how it works That's now, right? True. Yeah, that is that is how it works. Yeah. Um, Daredevil season three uh, has now begun filming. Cool. Uh, this is gonna be born again. It's gotta be. They. Right. I think they announced it. I hope so. I. I called it, and there's probably a ton of people that called it as well, uh-huh. because I just so happened to have read Born Again right before season two came out, and I was like, all right, I see it. It's Born Again. Mm. A lot of the aspects, except minus um, the girl becoming an actress and then a heroin addict. Yeah, yeah. They kind of skipped me. <laughs> yeah, that's not important. They'll there's no heroin addicts in uh, Marvel. Yeah. But, yeah, so I kind of called that. Um, do you think they're going to like out Matt Murdock as Daredevil? Because that, that's what happens in this show. I, I'm betting... In the, I think it's got to happen at this point. It's got to happen. How? Like, <sighs> like, he's got some homies now that know who he is, even though he tried he to does. have a scarf over his head. Yeah. And he's like, F it. I don't even care. <laughs> he's like, who's the, one per- who's the one blind guy in New York that's very, very fit and could maybe potentially fight people without looking? I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I I just think it's it's one of those things where like they're getting to the point with Daredevil where I think they have to sort of like reveal his identity in order to sort of keep some semblance of like good drama in that show. Um, I don't know. I like I feel like that would kind of like ruin what they got going on because like all the other show, all the other shows, Netflix shows, everybody knows who these characters are, and yeah. in the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, including like the movies and the television shows, there's only two characters that actually have secret identities. That's um, a good point. It's Spider-Man and Daredevil, which is weird for a superhero movie to not have any secret identities. <laughs> I feel like secret identities are like part of being a superhero. Yeah. But like the MCU is like, ah, we don't want to care. We don't have to worry about that Yeah, kind of thing. So I'm like, they got to keep Daredevil, keep his identity a secret just to kind of have something different from the rest of the, first off, the rest of the three shows and yeah. then Punisher. I'm sure everybody knows who Punisher is. Yeah. Um, the character. Yeah, the character. They, they know who Frank Castle is, the Punisher. Yeah. Um, and then the entire MCU on top of that, minus Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, because all his friends know, right? So Yeah, that's we'll true. We'll have to see. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how they go. I'm I'm definitely very curious. Uh, I, I, I I think they will reveal his, his thing only because... Or to his everybody? Identity. To like the whole world? <laughs> to the world, only only for the drama of it, basically. Yeah, but where do they go after that? I mean... I I don't know if they are even planning on going further than three seasons with Daredevil. In all honesty, really? Yeah, that's stupid. I I feel like because I mean, each of these Netflix shows they get worse as they go on. I liked season two of Daredevil. I liked it pretty well, but those last it's, few episodes there was a significant drop off. Like the last like four episodes were of Daredevil season two. Yeah, I liked I liked all of it with uh, like the Punisher, and um, because at the end of the Punisher and all that, um, Defenders was actually not as great as i was expecting i know i i my hopes were so high for defenders and yeah it, i was like it, it was shorter it was eight episodes yeah which almost seemed too short so they went too short on this one and when they go too long on the rest so i I'm think like, 10 is perfect yeah for their season. i was gonna say because i'm like when they do when luke cage that one just kept dragging on for me at least yeah yeah um a lot of people didn't like iron fist but i i actually enjoyed it mm. <clears throat> and yeah i think they should stick around 10 episodes for everything but yeah defenders was not that great. So we'll have to see where Punisher goes. Yeah. I'm curious. And Punisher, as we're recording this, Punisher just came out. <gasps> I forgot. It came yeah. out the same day as Justice League. I know. We got to watch that. Oh, my gosh. I know what I'm doing tonight. Seriously. I, me too. And tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Well, maybe while I'm here, we can just binge Punisher. 
Um, yeah, so so uh, I actually, I'm, I'm pulling it up on Netflix. On my <laughs> yeah, phone we'll just watch it while right now. Um, Black Lightning on the CW uh, has uh, gotten its premiere date. Um, oh, really? Maybe it's not on the CW. I can't remember. It is on the CW. It's on the CW. Okay. I, th- I think it was but like it Fox initially greenlit it. Uh, I mean, I think it'll uh, eventually be there. Just they're, like they're gonna <laughs> throw them in like oh, multiple Earths kind of thing with Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, and whatnot. Um, January sixteenth, though, uh, Black Lightning premieres right after the Flash. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Well, where's uh, Legends going? Oh boy, you already, you're already, you're way ahead of me. Uh, Legends is on the move. I don't know if they've announced uh, when it is going to be. Uh, is it going to be Wednesday or Thursday after Arrow? Uh, let's see. Legends will return with new episodes at a new night and time, but it's they're not saying. Gosh dang it, CW! You I know tell us. it'll be hard too because it's like I mean they've got Riverdale and Dynasty and all these other shows that like you know it's it's the successful shows that it's hard to kind of replace. But yeah, there are a lot of shows like I can't even keep up now. Yeah, because you got Flash and freaking Arrow, and Legends. It's a big Black universe. Lightning, One of the shows has Super, to go. I honestly Supergirl. think I I honestly think that the next season of Legends is going to be the last one. Good. I am sick of Legends. They are yeah. traveling through time, doing nonsense for the last two seasons. This season, there's, there's no point in time traveling. Like, why are they time traveling? Yeah, I it's don't actually know. I, I like that show more. Like when I watch really? it, I'm like, I enjoy that one more. That's funny. But I hate the the time travel, and it's like it's pointless. Like the story is pointless. So I'm like, why don't you just bring them all back to like the present day and do like a do, new yeah like today yeah, a new show of them being different. They need they they need something different. They need to get rid of the time travel. But I do love the characters on that one, including Mick, who is Heatwave. Yes. Which doesn't make sense, but he's awesome. And so is the historian guy. He's hilarious. Uh, metal guy. Steel. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steel. I don't know if you keep up with that show. I, I have not been keeping up with that show. He's uh, my favorite actor on the show. Just really? Just because he's funny. Huh. Interesting. Uh, anyway, that's, enough, that's about that. uh, enough about that. Enough about that. So I, I yeah I th- I, I there I mean there's other news like Iron Fist is going to be uh start filming next month and stuff but I don't really care that's Are pretty much all the news I care about <laughs> no I would like that they have a new showrunner uh which is good because the the showrunner of season one of Iron Fist was also the showrunner on uh, Inhumans oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, could you bad. watch that no I watched like three episodes man what? and then I was like I was like what am I doing to myself <laughs> holy crap Ugh. this is literally no good yeah at that's all. real bad like. It was surprising how bad it was for it being in the MCU. Yeah. And all these characters, I was like, man, they've been building up to this for that long for this? I'm sorry, guys, but that's garbage. That was awful. (laughs) Worst thing I've ever seen on TV. Worse than all the Arrowverse, like, tacky, cheesy stuff all combined. And humans, like, that, that pilot is legitimately the, like, probably the worst pilot I've ever seen. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it was on IMAX in theaters. Why would you put that on Why the biggest would, screen possible? Like, make your mistake as little as possible. Don't oh. put a magnifying glass over the Did dog. Did they doo-doo. even watch it? I got an I, 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 I bet they didn't. You're you're really freaking out over uh, the the thing in your glass there. There's an eyelash. I don't want to drink it. It's my eyelash, so whatever. <laughs> I got it out though, so I'm good. I have a drink right here, and one of my eyelashes fell off. Oh well, there you go. Uh, well, Chase, <laughs> Chase, a movie, a movie came out uh, just a couple days ago. Big old big big time movie, movie time. What's a big time movie? Big time movie, you know that that bit that big one with the a couple days ago. Yeah, oh, you mean today? Is it? Wait, oh, t- <laughs> it is today. You saw quite like a week ago. So I was like, are you going to be planning on like posting this later? Well, yeah, I'm posting it. Uh, but we did talk about the Punisher coming out today. 
That's true. Yeah, this is go- this is going up Sunday. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So so <laughs> Justice League. Let's let's talk about the Justice League. Oh, dude, Justice League. Justice League. I, so, I was so excited to see that. I had to wait an extra day because I thought I was going to see it on Wednesday, but I had to wait until yesterday, which was Thursday. Oh, so terrible. But I went and saw it, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I I gave a I gave a quick review on on the last uh, last week's Savage Land with no spoilers and and all that stuff, and and I I was also pretty positive on it too. It's getting raked through the coals in reviews right now. I I did notice that. It's at like <clears throat> uh, 37, 39. Something like that. And it's probably dropping by the minute. Uh, but but if, no, if you go into the reviews of the people that saw it, it's like five star, five star. Like brrr, all the way down. Like love this movie. Love this movie. It's awesome. It's uh, it's going to be another one of those. Yeah. Because it's so audience score right now, 86%. Critic score, 39%. Oh, screw the critics. Yeah. That's, that's what I said. Like. This is not a movie for the critics. <laughs> it's, it's definitely because, not. to be honest, it's not that great of a movie no. as like if you you know can compare it to other movies and like how it was like put together. But it is entertaining and awesome yeah. to watch. Then you know it was cool. I put I put this like I I I've especially Justice League, but I think you know most of like uh, and probably a lot of the DC movies that are kind of coming in the future I put them in the same category as like the Fast and Furious franchise like they are fun they are you know crazy intense like action whatever they'll have moments of levity and a lot of action and that's what they're supposed to be well I hope it's better than the Fast and Furious franchise hold on even though I did really enjoy the last one I've enjoyed the last like three. Oh, dude some of them, I was like, oh, this is so bad. And then the last one, they were like, all right, let's just roll with it. And then it got good. Yeah. Because when they started rolling with it. So, but like Furious, Furious 7 to me is like one of the best blockbusters ever made. Oh. I love that movie. I love that movie. The car jumping Dubai. Anyway, uh, but no, so Justice League for twice, me. It jumps through the building twice. Not just once in Hell the trailer. Yeah, it it's does. Like, it's like we're not spoiling nothing in the trailers because it does it again. <laughs> uh, but but just, Justice League for, for me is is on that same level where. It's a movie I really enjoy watching. I'm not trying to read too deep into anything because there's not like there. It's a kiddie pool. There's not much depth you can do. Yeah, it's like, oh man, they want it, they marvelified it for sure. Like, or at least they tried to. Yeah, I mean, I think they went a little too too far. Yeah, uh, like I was telling you before, they they went up on the, like the campiness. Yeah. and like the superhero ness. Um, from where they were at. Yeah. with Batman v Superman being so serious and so grounded and then all of a sudden jumping to this. Yeah. I think they needed to work their way up to it like they did like Marvel did. That's fair. You know. They didn't start out with Thor Ragnarok. At, like <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Guardians uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and then Thor as their first two movies out the gate. Yeah. That would have that would have really spun some heads. I don't I don't know if it would do good. Yeah, you think they I, they probably would have been fairly poorly reviewed if those two movies had come out in like 2008 instead of Iron Man and Hulk. Yeah, like, no, I totally agree with that. But yeah, no, I love Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians to Ragnarok, like yeah. you posted on Facebook. Yeah, Gu- Guardians, Guardians of Thor Galaxy Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, I was watching. It, I was like, this is the sequel that Guardians of the Galaxy should have been. Like, this is <laughs> what the, this is what Guardians Two should have been. I mean, it really like those movies. If you watched those two movies side by side. I think you would probably start to confuse what happened in which movie. Like, because they are <laughs> yeah. so similar, uh, like stylistically. And they, they really were. Um, I do like the coloring. He was going for yeah. that um, Jack Kirby yeah, coloring. Just like and, very bright, like CMYK, is, four color colors. Which is cool. Four color colors. Four color colors. <laughs> four colors. <laughs> um, Brilliant. But anyway, this is a Justice League review. Yeah, Not Justice Ragnarok. League. Yeah. What are you I know, stop I know, getting I off track? Why I go over there. <laughs> Justice League, stay on track. Um, stay <laughs> totally on target. Wasn't, totally wasn't my fault. 
Um, anyway, so so this movie for for Justice League, first off, you know, shortest DC uh, universe movie. I, I I stopped calling it DC Extended Universe since apparently that's not an official title at all. It's not. Nah, that's just something that someone made up. DC EU. Yeah, that's, good because that's, that's awful. I know. I hate it. Uh, so what is, what is it called? Nothing. It's just DC Films or DC Universe. I don't DC care. DC Films. Yeah. Well, some, we got to call it something. We'll call it DC Films. DC Films. All right. Uh, but it's so it's it's the shortest running DC Films movie. Uh, and I mean, Joss Whedon did so much reworking on this movie that he got screenplay credit, which yeah. is impressive. Like that's more than fifty percent, or I, yeah, it's more than fifty percent of the movie. In order to get screenplay credit, you have to really? have your hands on. Yeah, I thought he only re- well. I guess he reshot. He rewrote a lot too. Fifteen to twenty percent. Yeah, because he he didn't get director credit at all, even co-director. It was still directed by Zack Snyder, but he got uh, co-written co-writing credit with Chris Terrio. Really? Yeah. I, I I can see the influences that he had on the movie for sure, and I'm kind of thinking that every like little quip that he had, yeah, uh, he was responsible for. Because I'm like, for sure, it was like a DC movie, um, a little bit brighter, and then all of a sudden like Marvel, and then back to DC. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, a little awkward. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, they'll get the hang of it. Totally. You know, when, you know, if they film it like that. But I'm like, a little bit. Some of it was a little too much. Like when Batman goes. He gets punched by Superman, and he goes, "Oh, something's definitely bleeding." I'm like, "No, Batman didn't say that." Yeah, that's fair. Batman doesn't uh, say that, especially your Batman that you created in Batman v Superman. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know, but I'm okay with it because that's the only really thing he did. Yeah. Um, as a quip. Yeah. And then they had the whole Jason Momoa sitting on the lasso, which I was think, really funny. So I, th- I think what we should do, because uh, I, I actually we we do need to to give a little sponsorship uh, message really quick. But I think what we should do is is kind of like give a little tease for just initial thoughts on it. Uh, and then in the second half here, talk about more like spoilers and, and go full blown into it. Oh, you want format? You I'm want, thinking. I'm yeah, thinking. All so. right. Yeah, the stupid format. You got uh, the wrong person for that. But sorry. No, <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. So, so I mean, for for initial stuff, what what were sort of like the standouts as your favorites, and and what didn't you like? What I did like. Yeah. So, like, do you have like a favorite character or favorite? You know. Ah, oh, dude, all the characters were great, and I think. Um, this might be a little obvious, but I really like Jason Momoa just because he's got long hair. Uh-huh. And I, I got long hair. I like long hair. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Your direction was getting a little off. Sorry. I had to fix you. Anyway. Keep sorry. Yeah. Jason Momoa, long hair. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was super dope. He uh, When they introduce him, he's kind of just like a bad A. Yeah. Doesn't give a crap. Yeah. So I really like that character. He's probably my favorite character. Um, everybody, all the critics were saying that there was like not much character development in the uh-huh. movie, but I disagree. I think there was enough to like get interest and like, cause all these new heroes are like new and then they have, you know, it sparked my interest into wanting to see more of them. Yeah. So, and I think they did a really good job of that. Um, the character development, I think it was good enough yeah. for the movie, you know, to get what they were trying to go for. Totally. Is um, create their extended universe. Yeah. Films or whatever. Yeah. You want to call it? Um, but yeah, what, what was your favorite character? Uh, Who I, was your favorite character? My my favorite character in this movie was probably. I mean, really. First off, I loved uh, where they finally got to with Superman. I like that Superman is finally like a kind of happy guy that's hopeful and like can smile a bit. Whoa, that was a spoiler, by the way. Eh. Yeah, I mean, nobody like nobody knows that Superman's in the movie. <laughs> nobody knows. It's, they've done such a good job concealing it. <laughs> Superman is dead. He died in the last movie. Yeah, I, I loved his porn stash too. Um, I actually didn't notice. I wasn't looking. Oh, really? I, mean, I, I was I'm, looking a little bit in in the very the first. I forgot to. The I first was so scene in the movie by everything that I was just like the first scene in the movie. His lip is a little funky. 
Oh, the the very first little thing. I kind of feel the like Spider-Man Homecoming. Thing. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's right. What I, thought. I was like, hmm, I guess they're going with that. Yeah, and I was like, that's definitely what Josh Whedon threw in at the last minute. Yep. Um, um, obviously. Anyway, uh, we'll do we'll do a quick ad message here, and then we'll uh, come back in the second half and, and talk more uh, more in depth on spoilers. Uh, but Chase, it's the it's the holiday season right now. It is. It's uh, it's time when uh, you know we we get together and celebrate capitalism by uh, just handing each other droves of bags and boxes and and things like that. Uh, where 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 do you where do you where do you, where do you typically go when you're trying to find some gifts for people? Where do I go? Yeah, where do you go? Um. The store. You go to the store. I go to stores. Well, Chase, you're an idiot. Oh. Because we live in the 21st century now. This is 2017. We have this thing called Amazon. What? Yeah. Tell me more. Amazon.com, Chase. <gasps> Although, actually, don't type in that address because what you should really do <laughs> is type in thatmightbecool.com. Uh, and we have an Amazon banner on the right side. If you if you go to thatmightbecool.com, you can click on the uh, Savage Land picture. Uh, or you can go to savagelandpodcast.com. doesn't matter. At least to the same page. Uh, on the right side, you will see a little banner, Chase. A little, a little banner for your convenience. What uh, kind of banner? Provided that you don't have your ad block on. Uh, that banner will show up right next to where our episodes are. And uh, you can just click right through there and do your regular old shopping on Amazon. Uh, but a little bit of it, a uh, little, 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 tiny little chunk comes back to us and, and helps support the show. Just a <laughs> so this is the time. This is the time of year where, uh, at least for me, ninety percent of my Amazon shopping happens in November or December. That's like most of my Amazon shopping for the year is that time. Makes sense. Yeah, and I, I love it because you know it's it's like two day shipping and it's uh, great savings. And you know, did you say two day shipping? Two day shipping, Chase. What? Crazy. That is crazy. Or if you live in some cities, one day shipping depends on the city. That would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, it's, it's the time for giving. Uh, and so while you're giving to your loved ones, you should also consider giving to your favorite podcast, the Savage Land, cause it's your favorite chase. It is my favorite. It's your one. It's your number one all the time. Every day you listen to it every day. You listen to every, each episode seven every times second of every day. I yeah. watch, I listen to the same episodes over and over again over until again. you come out with a new episode. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we, we love fans that are as devoted as chase. Um, but yeah, so you, if you go to thatmightbecool.com or savagelandpodcast.com, you can click on that right side Amazon banner and do all of your holiday shopping uh, and give us give us a little love uh, for the holidays as well. So we would love it if you do that. And now we will talk about Justice League. Full spoilers. So if you don't want to hear anything, ha ha, you should you should this really is my turn favorite it off. part of the show. Oh yeah, spoiler the, the best part. We don't have, we we can we can pull off the gloves, Chase. I will. I'm not wearing gloves, but metaphorically, they're gone. And the gloves have been pulled off. So Chase, Justice League, we haven't gone anywhere in the last two seconds. No, we haven't. We are still here <laughs> still last here. night. I mean, still selling fake doors. Right now. Right now. Right yeah. now. That was like two seconds ago yeah. that we were talking about Justice League. Justice which we, League. Which we didn't go and rewatch after talking about it. No. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. No, sorry. No time. Uh <laughs> So okay, spoiler, spoiler. We're in spoiler land now. This is the. the That's glorious, my favorite kind of. It's a great it, land. It's my favorite land. Yeah, no, spoiler it's the best land. one. It's the best of the seven realms, nine realms, Justice League. <laughs> Get it together, man. Um, okay, so full spoiler talk. Uh, I was disappointed by uh, the Green Lantern tease, but no payoff for it. That ah. really bummed me out. Like I was stoked about it <laughs> when I saw it. Because, like, uh, in the theater, I, did you see it when you first saw it? Was it a packed house or anything? Were they a rowdy bunch? Um, No. No? Unfortunately not. I would have liked to have seen it with a lot of people, but yeah. uh, it was, like, a decent night. I saw it pretty late, so okay. 
I was um, I was in a packed house because I mean it was first screening and it was the IMAX theater and so Warner Brothers just like packed this IMAX yeah, oh, theater okay. gotcha. and everyone was like stoked about seeing it early or whatever and so when that Green Lantern came on screen everyone was like Green Lantern ah, ah, but then it just turned out to be some alien that's what Green Lanterns are I mean yeah but dude I'm just <laughs> glad we got like some like it was a little disappointing to not see a Green Lantern at the end. But like Superman, yeah. actually, I'm not a big fan of Superman. But when he, spoiler alert, he came back. He's yeah. in this movie. Uh, I was actually like, that was good enough. When yeah, he, that's like, true. When he comes back and he's just like, he's like, yeah, this guy bothering you, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> all four of you guys been having trouble all this whole movie. I, I come in here and I beat the crap out of him in like five minutes. I loved, I loved Superman in this movie because like the, there was the like when he comes back and and they have the fight and there's the awful CGI Dodge Chargers in the background and that stuff. I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, Your focus isn't supposed to be on the Dodge Chargers. I know, man. but when they're so bad, it's hard not to focus on them. They're so flat. Yeah, some of the CGI in this movie was, rough. was not on par with you know three million dollar budget blockbuster film. <laughs> three but million? They only had three hundred million. Three hundred million. <laughs> I was like, man, they really got a lot out I'm, of that budget. I'm bad at math. I'm sorry. Um, but I so, however, I loved uh, I loved the characterization of Superman this time around because. There was, you know, when he comes in and the, you know, Batman tells him, he's like, we need you to help Cyborg buy some time, like beat this guy up or whatever. And Superman, while Batman's talking, just goes, there's civilians out there and just leaves, <laughs> just bounces to go save some people. It was like, I was like, that's Superman. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I felt, you know, I I, I think I even t- said something to you in the yeah. theater. I was like, yo, dude, we need you, Superman. Where are you going? <laughs> there's like three people over there. Flash has got it. But Superman, yeah, Superman. He got it. He's, he's Superman now. I, I and it was like it was done in a I think a good comedic way where it was just like Flash is running to like push those people and he just sees Superman like <laughs> flying a building <laughs> full of people. Yeah, that's like classic like Whedon. Yeah, kind of a joke, you know, in the middle of like a huge crisis battle where they're losing and Superman comes in and makes it mm-hmm. a joke. Yeah, like a competition, just like yeah, whatever. I got yeah, because Superman. <laughs> So then it's I'm like vulnerable. Yeah, so it it makes I don't know, it makes Superman cool, but it makes me wonder what they have in store for the future Justice League movies. Yeah. So like when the next threat is is like mm-hmm. well, they just have Superman. Kryptonite. <laughs> oh, yeah, kryptonite. Everyone everyone can grab a shard of kryptonite from the the giant kryptonite reserves that seem to be all over the universe in DC uh continuity. You know. Everyone's got some kryptonite, dude. Like, I mean, I got a whole shit ton of my closet is that what that right is? now. Yeah. I thought that was Green, Green Lantern hiding in there, man. <laughs> no, man. I, be, I, I thought it was initially. I was really stoked. But Speaking of Green Lantern, there's one thing that I thought was really cool about the little cameo we had of that weird alien hmm. was that the his um, logo was emanating off his chest. Oh, was it? Like the like yeah. in Rebirth? Yeah. And I was oh, that's like, sick. oh, that's cool. So I think that's what they're going to... I hope that's what they're going to go for. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's hard CGI to do for a whole movie. Yeah. I mean, they That's did the easy. whole suit in the Green Lantern movie. Yeah, exactly. So, That'll be easy. But I, th- I thought it looked really cool. So That's awesome. I, I'm actually really stoked about that because I think the more that they pull from Jeff John's Green Lantern stuff, the better. He's probably the best Green Lantern writer that's ever been. Because he wrote, he wrote Blackest oh, Night. Oh, and, so? oh, yeah. I've not read Blackest Night. I would you like read? to read oh, that. Oh, dude, you got to read that. It's, I mean, maybe the best Green Lantern story ever. Really? Yeah. It's really, really good. His entire run, though. He wrote it for, like, I think 80 issues or some crazy thing like That's that. That's a lot. Yeah. That's years, isn't it? Yeah, he was writing it basically from the time that he, uh, even actually before I think he was done with Teen Titans, all the way through until at, like, most of the New 52, he was still writing Green Lantern. It was a long time, like 10 years. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, anyway, 
that's uh, getting sidetracked. Um, other things that I liked, uh, Shazam, that little cameo. Shazam. Shazam, old Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> my, my old buddy Shazam. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure that that was a Shaz- Shazam. That was, that was Shazam. Well, they bring all the gods, the old gods, which includes Zeus. Yeah, but that, that wasn't Zeus. Who likes to go, you know? He throws lightning bolts. And there was a lot of like, because when she says, um, even some of the gods, it mm. shows some girl with an arrow. I don't know who that was supposed to be. It was uh, her mom. That's her mom? It was Hippolyta, yeah. Hippolyta does not have an arrow. That's Artemis. Oh, it could have been Artemis. I don't know. But it was one of the Amazons. Yeah. But she was like taller and bigger and a lot less mm. um, armor. She was like more Indian looking, uh, which makes, I don't know, makes it, I don't know. And then there was some like taller dudes and some guy that looked like he had feathers hanging on his back. And I was like, I'm oh, like, that was, um, <laughs> I kn- mm, no, that was, wasn't that still Shazam? Shazam guy? I think so. He was I think wearing, it was like a feathery cape. Yeah, because like he had he had feathers and it looked yeah. like wings, but it looked like bad wings, like worse than like CW wings, <laughs> you know. So I was like, yeah, it's probably not wings. It's probably some weird. Yeah, that was cape just a cape wing. thing. I so I think I think that was Shazam, like the the older Shazam. I'm however, hoping it was, but I think there's been, a 50-50 chance. It could have been like chance. Zeus or someone like that. Yeah. Who? Okay, listeners, uh, send in your your uh, thoughts on who that was. Letters at savagelandpodcast.com or at savagelandpod on Twitter. Uh, let us know who you thought that 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 three hundred looking guy <laughs> Shazam or Zeus Shazam or Zeus. Um, anyway, uh, I so I, I really enjoyed that that entire sequence of like you know all of the the nations of man the seven whatever like coming together to defeat uh, Steppenwolf the first time around or whatever. Yeah, which was like five thousand years ago, something like and that. Apparently, everybody forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, none of about it made the history books. Nah. <laughs> It's legend. It's like King Arthur's Round Table. It's exactly. like, oh, yeah, it, it didn't happen. Yeah, know? it never happened. It's a, um, it's a you know, a legend, old story. Old know. tales. I, I liked it, though, because it really, it, it sets up that mythology of the DC universe that, that traces back for so many years. You know, like the, you know, the, like Green Lanterns have been here before, the Amazons and the Atlanteans. They talked about the Atlanteans being on the surface world and basically like being almost like not banished, but like relegated to going underwater. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see where they go with that in totally. Aquaman. Like, why they had to go underwater? Yeah, I think they're I, they're probably just gonna overlook it and be like, yeah, <laughs> men, men are dicks. No, they're gonna be like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, my man, my man. <laughs> See, that's like that's like surf lingo, kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. That was really loud. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> it's all right. Peak your levels. It's all right. Yeah, whatever. Um. Anyway, uh. So I mean the 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 nitpicky things for me there there were a few things to nitpick in that movie. The second time we saw it like we we kept saying stuff to each other about why did that happen? Yeah. And there was like the the bank robbery scene when Wonder Woman is first show Yeah, when the movie first starts. When the movie first starts, there's a group of go- a group of armed gunmen get out of a van. The first guy gets out and knocks on the window and like walks up. The guard just lets him by as he like aims and fires at the other guys with guns. Well, the it's other like, guys had guns. He didn't have a gun. Yeah, but he was with them. He was in the same van as all the armed gunmen. I don't <laughs> like, know. Why like, would you just let him behind you to shoot you in the back of the head? Because he did. He wasn't thinking. Like he gets out and walks past him, and he's like, "Oh, somebody with a briefcase." And then he like notices the other guys. And oh, dude, those gunmen were out of the van before the guy got past that, him. That is true. I don't know. And I don't... My, my concern, the first thing I said okay. to you was, yeah. why did he need to bang on the door? <laughs> yeah, they were just they in were the all same in van. They were in the same together. van. Like, <laughs> like, all right, guys, like, let's get out. <laughs> yeah, and his, like, shady motives. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they're talking about... He's, they say that they're about to blow up four city blocks. 
And then as he's about to detonate the bomb, he's like, he's like, I'm going to send humanity back to the Stone Age. I'm like, do you have a weird conception of what the entire world is? Because four blocks is pretty small. Well, and I think he was thinking, like, if I blow up enough stuff, people be like, oh, no, we're going to have to go back. Bombs are scary. Those, we, we destroyed four blocks. Let's get rid of telephones. <laughs> Let's get rid of everything. I don't know. I thought that was... Uh, if he wants the Stone Age or Middle Age or whatever it was, uh, why is he, like, got guns and a van? <laughs> like, he should have brought, like, a sword. Yeah, he should have brought a club. <laughs> yeah. A club. Lit, lit a fire in the <laughs> building. <laughs> My car's back. He walks, he walks into the bank in a loincloth. He's just like... That is something I can see happening in a superhero, like a comic book. Yeah. But, like, in a movie, they, they would be like, ah, no, he wasn't Yeah, that would be now. like a, a, a superior foes of Spider-Man type thing, you know, yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. the incompetent villains. Uh that's great. Like, yeah, Craven. I, what am I talking about? Craven the Hunter. That's yeah. who he is. He just walks Pretty around much. in the loincloth. It's like, I'm, I'm hunting. No, <laughs> no, you're going to the loony bin. Yeah. No, you're not You're not hunting. That's just like, that's a that's a sex party costume. That's all you're doing. You're going to a sex party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Halloween was last month. Um, but no, I, the, the one thing I did like about that, that mm-hmm. thing was it kind of showed, like, you know how in comics, there's always like some bad guy that's like not a very good bad guy, but they have to stop. Because you know superheroes are always stopping villains. Yeah. So it kind of shows him as just like an average like day for, for a superhero, superhero to go stop. Oh, I gotta go That's stop fair, this yeah. guy that wants to do this. And I was like, I kind of dig that. And I was kind of wondering mm-hmm. um, if he was an actual villain in the DC, kind of the same way Baltrock the Leaper was. You know how he just kind of shows oh, yeah, up yeah. as a terrorist for a second. Did um, they? They never named him, did they? No. But I was like curious to see, like wondering. Yeah. So, if anybody knows. As we're as we're discussing this, I'll look it up on IMDb. But yeah, if anyone's better than us, uh, send letters at savagelandpodcast.com. Yeah, and then let me know because I'm like curious. I want to know. Um, I think he, I'm I'm kind of thinking he was just some like some bad guy that they, she had to stop. Probably, I think he was just a nobody. Um, however, uh, there was a what was the thing? I was gonna I was gonna bring up a thing and then I forgot about it. Um, That's not helpful. I know all. it's not helpful at all. <laughs> like, there's literally there's there's no help to be gleaned from well, that. Well, when you while you while you try to figure that out, I'm uh, gonna try to figure out. Um, also, in that scene, Super uh, no, Super Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Uh, she stops a bunch of bullets. That was what I was. Uh, that was what I was, I was gonna like, bring up. Like, she's yeah. quick. Yeah. So I'm like, that's pretty quick. Yeah. She should be if she's can can stop that many bullets. Uh-huh. She should be able to be on par with Superman in that little slow mo scene. With the Flash, you know? That's a fair point. Because it's like, she can move pretty quick. Maybe yeah. not as quick as Superman, definitely she not as quick as mo- the Flash. Yeah, but she she moves as quick as a freaking automatic rifle. Yeah, it was like... Yeah. And she stopped all of them. Yeah. So she's quick. To answer the question, that guy didn't have a name. He was just black-clad alpha, and then there was black-clad beta, and other black-clad... black-clad alpha is a super villain in the new rebirth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the new big bad. It will be when uh, when we tell the writers to put him in there. there yeah, we'll talk, so, to, talk to those people. Um... Yeah, you're yeah, friends I, with them. You were bragging about having all these comic books. Yeah, we're just on the show. We're, dude, we're big friends with everybody that <laughs> writes anything for DC. I um, know it. Uh, but no, so they the, that scene I really enjoyed that with Wonder Woman. She's just like like chasing the bullets and like deflecting all of them and all that. That was a really really cool sequence. Had to be Zack Snyder too. Yeah, I was, I feel, you can definitely tell like which which scenes and which um, mm-hmm. dialogue was inspired by which director. Yeah. Kind of thing. The dude, the opening credits, like after after the little Snapchat video, the opening credits, 
definitely Zack Snyder, the Everybody Knows song. Oh my gosh, dude. And, uh, that I, was, I thought that was really good. That's like the, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started watching it, I was like, I hope this movie's good. And yeah. then it starts with that. And like for some reason, that whole song and that mm-hmm. sequence just got me so pumped. His, I mean, like, oh. every movie he's ever done has had fantastic opening credits. I mean, Batman v Superman, I think personally the best part of that movie is the opening credits. It goes through with, like with, Bruce with Wayne's origin and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's got yeah. the weird bat scene where he like floats. I don't care about that. That was, that was little, fine. That was a little weird. It was just a little metaphysical, you know. It's yeah, like I, I get it though. Symbolism, uh, but also like I mean, Watchmen I think has one of the best opening credits of all time. Yeah, doesn't he get kicked out of a window or something? Well, there, yeah. Well, so a comedian gets kicked out of the window, and then it goes through. It's the Bob Dylan song, uh, "The Times They Are Changing," and it goes through the history of that the Minutemen and right. all the superheroes and stuff. I've seen that so for a while, good. but. Yeah, super good. Um, anyway, and so like that was that had Zack Snyder all over, you know, like is it? It's got all these like artsy shots. There's like the homeless guy with, with the, the sign. Yeah, and, I tried, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a good sign. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was it was a good sequence, and and that's that is I think where Zack Snyder shines the most is just finding really cool shots. Yeah, he's more of like a videographer. Yeah, more, or like a cinematographer. He should, he should do vlogs. Yeah, vlogs, man. <laughs> Zack cool, Snyder cool start cool vlogging stuff. like Casey Neistat. Casey Neistat and other people, other vloggers, other. Famous vloggers. I don't know. Ask yeah, Cody. Know. He knows all. Yeah, he knows all. He watches them every day. Every day. Like, that's all. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. Back to track. Back to the superheroes. Um, what do you think of the Flash in this movie? Oh, dude, I liked him. Like, I was kind of like when they first like, yeah, Ezra Miller. I'm like, oh, he's a tiny little nerdy kid. Yeah. But like, he added the perfect amount of like naivety mm-hmm. and like comedy. Yeah. And like when when is when he's in that helmet mm-hmm. and his eyes are like wide open, it's like. Those are it like the funniest so parts, especially that's my favorite scene. And I already brought it up and it's at the end of the movie, but I'm going to bring mm. it up right now is when Superman looks over and then slowly starts turning his head and you just see the Flash's face just like, oh, yeah. When, when Flash is like trying to like chase him or like do something to like help his friends and then oh. yeah, Superman's eyes just turn and start following him as he's running. It goes back to Flash and he's like, oh. <laughs> I don't know what to do, man. He's like, I'm, I'm oh. by I'm, far my favorite scene of the movie. Yeah. No, that was it, like it, with with the exception of all the CG in that scene in the background being terrible. Uh, that that part of it was so fun, and especially because then like it's such a it's it's like a moment of comedy where he's so shocked and like that that's happening, and then it's followed up by like Superman just like brutally chasing him and Flash just like barely being able to like get out of it for a second. And you're like, holy shit! Well, I think he was like it, you can tell that he was pretty quick. Yeah, uh, you know, he was like, oh crap, like I can do this, but he's like he didn't expect it at totally. all. So, like, Superman's kind of moving in, like, a slower motion, and Flash is just like, oh, crap, yeah. oh, crap. Like, he's just trying he's to figure to, out what he's doing. Yeah, because he's used to everyone being statues and, like, kind of having time to think when he's running. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then Superman's there, he's like, I don't have time to, like, actually do anything. It's a, it's a great way to introduce Superman's power. Yeah. And, like, how strong he really is. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, crap. Like, even the Justice League can't handle Superman. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, how, about, uh, how about Cyborg? I like Cyborg. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's cool. Um, Ray Fisher did a really good job. A lot of people were saying, like, oh, yeah, he didn't have very much characterization. Mm. And I'm like, he didn't have a ton, but he had enough Yeah, to kind of get the fact that he's like, he doesn't want this, mm-hmm. but he's kind of embraced it by the end of the movie. Yeah. And, uh, like, accepted it, I guess. Yeah, I He hasn't th- really embraced it, but he's accepted it. Totally. And he's starting to embrace it. I think, I think he had, yeah, in terms of characterization, like, I think Flash certainly had a, a pretty big spotlight in this movie, but... Uh, I think like Aquaman and, and Cyborg had like about the same amount of fleshing out, which I think was, you know, like good for characters that are, yeah, I mean, cause like if, if you think back on Avengers, right, 
Yeah. Uh, it, well, actually, and I guess this is an unfair comparison since both Hawkeye and Black Widow were established beforehand. But like Hawkeye and Black Widow didn't have tons of characterization in Avengers. No, they had not like really. the one scene together where they were, you know, like right after Clint was mind controlled or whatever, where they're like, ah, we're buddies and we like each other. And then that was like the extent of yeah, their I like think deep people characterization. Like forget about that kind mm. of stuff. Like they give Marvel a lot of passes on a lot of stuff because they're like, oh, it's Marvel. They got cool yeah. stuff. But I'm like, they still had the same amount of problems yeah. in their early movies, even the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Then that um justice league also has totally i and that's kind of what i was talking about is i really i i think that justice league was on par with most marvel movies i don't think it's up to the level of like winter soldier or the first guardians or something like that but in honestly to me i i have the same exact amount of enjoyment from ragnarok as i do from justice league yeah that's um, like that's another thing that i like to judge movies on not like there's like how good it is and how mm-hmm. like this and that and this and that but it's like the enjoyment level it's yeah. like how much did i enjoy the movie and it's like that was a 10 yeah like that was a 10 but the movie to me um well i will rate it at the end yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll in, get, we'll get into that. i just get ahead of myself it's all good. me too um but i i actually i really liked ray fisher's uh characterization of cyborg i i wasn't sure how it was going to be since he hasn't really been in anything before um, but I, I, I liked him a lot. Like he, and he has the perfect voice for it. Like he's got a really, yeah. really good voice. The voice is perfect for yeah. like half human, half cyborg. Yeah. Cause he's like human enough, but like mm. robot enough to be like, Oh, this guy's kind of weird. Totally. Like he's a robot, but yeah. And it was cool. Him like try like, you know, the entire movie he's trying to figure out like how to, how to cope with his humanity and like how to learn about the machine and like his, his you know cybernetic half but like still hold on to himself like it was interesting seeing him learn to do that yeah try to get control too totally because like he almost shot superman <laughs> he almost shot aquaman yeah and it's like at first i was like oh that's when they first was shot at mm-hmm. him i was like oh that's that's kind of a stupid like oh i can't control it and it was like that was kind of random but like yeah. if you kind of pay attention a little bit more you kind of understand that he's like he has no idea what he's doing totally and his because I was like, he seemed like he was in control when he was fighting Steppenwolf. Yeah. But I was like, oh, his body was just doing that as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's the second time around watching it. And it was like, oh, it makes a little bit more sense. Totally. But first time around, I was like, hmm, seems kind of like a cheap yeah. um, conflict starter. Yeah, that's, him and Superman. that's fair. So. What do you think? So at the end, when he uh, does his little redesign and gets his like the symbol on his chest that they keep trying to make happen. So when the arms change and be like are they like smoother metal and they look cool i like i I thought that was really cool but the Mm. second time i saw it i noticed that his logo on the chest was like a giant round c was it a c yeah i thought it was round yeah and i was like hmm i don't know that kind of looks kind of tacky i kind of like the inner glow from like his chest yeah so i did like the the cyborg look uh-huh. But it like makes sense that he's gonna evolve, yeah. and change into. So we'll have different costumes. Totally, I like that because then it's like every kind of like Iron Man, you know, like Iron Man has a new suit every movie. I like that Cyborg can kind of do that same thing. Yeah, I was well, I was wondering. I was like, well, I guess he's not gonna change costumes. Yeah, but I was like, oh, he can do more costume changes than anybody. Yeah, I I, I enjoy that because I I also I was telling you like I I hope that they do uh, a Cyborg costume s- at some point similar to what they had in the Teen Titans cartoon. With like the blue glowy shoulders and like part of his head is blue and stuff and I don't know I think it'd be a cool look I think it would be too but I am doubtful yeah. on that I think they're gonna go more with like uh, an injustice kind of look injustice one mm. not injustice two injustice two has anyway I'm not gonna talk about that <laughs> I got a lot to say about that but I'm not gonna talk about that um, but yeah I think his costume's cool and mm. then um, the least the person that I think got the least amount of characters characterization mm-hmm. was Aquaman. Because mm. he like kind of shows up and he, he's like one of the first ones we see. Yeah, he's like a total bad a. 
Yeah. And then you kind of realize that he's just like a dude. And he's like, you dress up like a pet? That's weird, bro. Yeah. I'm yeah. leaving. He's out. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. Yeah. And then he like, he's go always. catch that tide. Yeah. He's always just like, yeah. All right. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I kind of want to see more of him. I think that's why they did that, they did that joke with the lasso around his ankle. Yeah. To yeah. kind of show that like, oh, he's got something going on. If you couldn't tell. Yeah. He's, he hasn't embraced the land or the sea. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of like a little bit exposition Oh, totally. It was it was a total just like thinly veiled excuse to have some exposition <laughs> real quick. But, uh, but it, you it know, works. Yeah, as long it's as it was... It's an awkward joke, but I'm like, I kind of liked it. Yeah. I was like, even the second time watching it, I was like, because we were with uh, Cody and Keenan and Rachel. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I wonder what they think of this joke. And then, like, nobody in the theater laughed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's kind of an awkward joke. Yeah. But... It, it like I think the thing is like that joke. It went on for like just a second too long yeah, 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 before yeah. you realize what's happening because everyone starts looking at him ridiculously like okay, uh, you know, or like looking at him like they know what's going on. But like it's another like two or three seconds before anyone in the audience sees the lasso. Yeah, and also the, I mean it, it, it didn't help that the theater that we were in the like the aspect ratio was off a bit, and so you oh couldn't see the lasso the first time that you were supposed to see it. Oh, could you see it? It was like it was like barely there in like the bottom of the frame, and so I think that like in our in our theater that second time, people didn't realize what was going on. When... I think you're not supposed to, because I even looked at, and you can see all the way down to his his foot, mm-hmm. his ankle. You couldn't see well, his no, foot. I, I don't mean I don't mean that part. I mean when it when he first grabs the lasso. Oh, okay. when he first grabs the lasso, you couldn't see it like that clearly. It was just faint. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but the aspect ratio yeah. was cutting off people's heads. And it was cutting off the bottom, so I'm like, I think it's just zoomed in. Yeah, no, exactly. It was it oh. was set to be on a wall that was uh, closer, or further, closer, closer. No, further. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a bigger screen. Um, anyway, I. But Wonder Woman. So so there there was that big issue. I don't know if you saw where everyone was talking about the costumes of the Amazons in this movie versus in Wonder Woman. Yeah, that I think that was something that was taken totally out of context. It was. There was only the girls that were knocking the, down pillars. Exactly. Only like the deadlifters. They were wearing deadlifting outfits. Yeah, because like when I saw them, I was like, "Oh, this must be like the buff chicks that are like that take yeah. care of like the walls and these giant, yeah, exactly you know, stone walls and pillars and whatnot." They were the deadlifters, and they had big axes and stuff. But everybody else had full armor. Yeah. It's it, like that. That was the thing. Is I was like, I was like, okay, like there's a situation where things have just been like completely taken out of context because everyone every like amazon in that movie except the ones who were in charge of like taking down the pillars and lifting those gates all of them were fully armored yeah i think it was just like a cool way to like you know because Zack snyder directed 300 and yeah. those guys were naked the whole movie yeah and so he just wanted to show kind of like the power of and like a cool yeah, slow-mo those shot chicks were like they were buff i mean they were actual like deadlifters yeah they had the freaking abs that yeah. were like yeah they're, they were they were they ripped, were ripped. Yeah. they were buff chicks and, and it would uh, also because it would be super awkward to do those maneuvers with a full armor on you like you wouldn't be able to yeah i mean i i think it's fine i don't know why people are getting mad i mean yeah. they still had they weren't like skimpy outfits. No, they and were I, like yeah, they were they were the sa- literally the same exact thing that you would wear if you were an MMA fighter or if you were yeah, like yeah. a deadlifter. Like they were those outfits basically. Just... Yeah, they were wearing the same amount. The only mm. thing that was missing was they were showing their abs. That was no, it. even that because even because it shows their arms. Like, yeah, awk- Wonder Woman shows her arms and her shoulders the whole movie. Yeah, and her legs. Yeah, so I'm like I don't know what the problem was showing a couple of girls with. With their abs. Huge yeah, abs. And it was like, because I mean, that really what it comes down to. And I think it was just that people didn't, like, people thought that those were the costumes everybody had before seeing the movie. Oh, yeah. You know, because it got spread around. Bill. And so I think it was just that they didn't have the context for it. But when you see the movie, it's like, oh, okay, like, 
there's a purpose for that outfit and it's only a couple of people because they're super buff and need to be able to move around. Yeah. It's like, just a bunch of people wanting to complain on the internet about yeah. like every little thing. Yeah. They saw a picture and they haven't even seen the movie. So it's like that's that's how DC movies go though. Like anytime anything happens everyone's like, "Oh, look, it's terrible." Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> I I read comments cuz I'm like, I wonder what people think and yeah. most people say it's awesome. Yeah. And then there's like a couple people that are like, you know, like, "Oh, this movie sounds more awful than I could imagine." Yeah. And I was like, why are you saying it's bad if you've never seen it yeah and i i'll be honest like when i first saw that photo i was like oh come on like that sucks why would they do that like i didn't even notice that was my that was my thought when i when i saw that photo was like you know they compared the two side by side and i was like god damn it like why did they have to just like skimp up all these girls for for you know the movie like right after wonder woman had so much success but then i saw the movie and it it all made sense i was like okay like it was just you know out of context but yeah yeah that that was just a thing that i wanted to mention because i feel like they're getting an undue amount of shit for that they get a lot of crap for like everything they've been doing. Yeah, that's like true. Like every little thing, they're like, "Oh, too much weed and weird jokes." Yeah. I don't know. I want to see the Snyder film. Yeah, get a Snyder away from this. I'm like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" No one can make up their mind. Yeah. So, um, so what? What? What's your thought on uh, Ben Affleck as Batman? I like Batman, and I really hope he stays. Yeah. Um, there's also rumors that Jake Gyllenhaal is going to take over. Yep. Which. I think he would do great in the role, but mm-hmm. I'm like Ben Affleck's already established. Yeah, and he's old enough. He was uh, he's a couple years older um, when he started Batman than RDJ was when he started Iron Man. Yeah, and he's been doing it for ten years. So I'm like, I think we got like another ten years. Well, I think there's plenty of time. It's just that the the big question is whether or not Ben Affleck actually wants to stay because Warner Brothers wants to keep him. But- yeah, I don't know. He doesn't want to <clears throat> stay because nobody only people only care about him as Batman mm-hmm. and. He he wants to do other stuff. Yeah, like he's like almost acting like he's like too big for the role. Well, and I, I think part of it too is that like, for instance, if he were, I think if he were in Marvel movies right now, he'd probably stay, you know, at least for a while. But because he's in movies that keep getting critically slammed, it's almost like it's a joke at this point. Yeah, you know, and I think I think for him, and I get it, like he probably feels like he's just getting, you know, shit on, and and that he's you know in this role where like nobody's gonna like him. Uh, I can see why he might want to leave. But what sucks is that like he's really doing a good job in it, and it would suck if like all like the DC movies. I think they're headed in an upward direction, and so it would suck if Ben Affleck was like only in the worst ones. Yeah, he needs to he needs to stick around. I, I don't think know. So first, too. A lot of people think that like the DC movies are a sinking ship right yeah. now, their whole universe, and Ben Affleck's like, I want to I want to get out of here. Yeah, um, I think it's rising. But yeah, I think I'm like just give it like one more movie, dude. Just do the Batman movie. Yeah, trust me, if you don't have um, if you get a like good director like Patty Jenkins, and mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, and they have Matt Reeves on yeah, board Matt the, Reeves, the who did Batman movie, uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, the the two are newest Planet of the Apes movies, which I didn't like. I loved them. Really? Yeah. I they were boring. The last one was boring. But I I don't know. Like for the Batman, if it's it's going to be centralized on mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah. And you're going to get tons of character development, and I hope Deathstroke's in it. Yeah. We some detective work. Yeah. Actually, make him a detective because so far he's actually been kind of naive. <laughs> yeah, the a last little, time Batman dumb. was actually a detective was like in the first Batman movie, like Tim Burton's Batman. That was like the last time that Batman did any detective work. Yeah, nobody knows that he's like the world's greatest detective. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that until I started playing Arkham City. Yeah, and I was like, what is like detective files? I'm like, I don't know what this <laughs> is, and it's like, oh, he's a detective, and that's like a huge part of the game. Yeah, and they take a lot from Arkham games. Yeah, for um, Batman. Yeah, you know, the way his movies. fighting style is, even to where his grapple gun has a little does the same animation yeah, that it yeah. does in the game, which I thought was cool, and I like that they add small details like that. Totally. And uh, my other favorite small detail was the Flash is always smoking. Oh yeah, yeah. He's always like, 
like burning up and his suit is like getting worn out. Yeah, yeah. If you watch The Flash, the only thing they do is go poof and yeah. everybody's hair and some papers go flying and then he's off and he does some weird pose. Yeah, he does a little Can't pose. Can't see my poses, yeah. but I'm doing poses right now. <laughs> um, and like he just has like leather and it's always like really nice even though he gets hit with a gun yeah, or a yeah. laser shot with bullets and it's fine. Yeah. I'm television show budget. Yeah. But yeah, I like all the detail that it put into like The Flash and like mm. all these characters, like even the little stuff. Yeah. So... No, I, I enjoyed that a lot. And I think, like, so there was one scene with Batman, the first scene with Batman in this movie, uh, when he's trying to trap a parademon. I loved that scene. Like, first off, it was, you know, really just, like, awesome, intimidating Batman in Gotham. But it was, if and, and I you probably, I think we, I mentioned it, and you said you hadn't read it, but there's a, a book by Jim Starlin and Mike Mignola called Cosmic Odyssey. I have read it. Long time ago. Oh, you, yeah. So that, that was the one where, like, Green Lantern... Uh, accidentally or is like accidentally kills a planet or is responsible for a planet or whatever um i read one about i think i thought it was cosmic odyssey Odyssey. probably Um, anyway anyway but there's a scene in that where the parademons are in gotham and batman's trying to figure it out and so he's doing like like that scene at the beginning is like straight out of cosmic odyssey i remember you saying that yeah before when uh when we were start first started seeing the trailers you were like I kind of hope it's like like Cosmic Odyssey yeah, where yeah, they're, yeah. they're like in the sewers yeah, and he's dude. hunting them down. That was and that was great. Like there, the two scenes that felt like they were directly ripped out of that was the first scene with Batman, and then when they go into the sewers to try and find Steppenwolf, uh, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like yeah. it's just like uh, I wish they had brought in like some of the new gods or something for that, but that'd be way too packed for this movie. Um, I'm glad they didn't. Uh, yeah, like I, they had a central focus. They stuck to it. Yeah, very simple movie. Yeah, there's 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 like basically three subplots total in this movie like it's it's very simple it's like you've got your main hero action and you've got like you know the side stuff that the other heroes are doing and then you've got like that family in russia like those are like your plots the the russian family i was like that gives them a lot of like screen time yeah which is like just for a small little scene but yeah it's a little it was a little it was a little subplot to show the the people on the ground you know to humanize it a little five of them and then apparently a building full of people that we had no idea was in there well and i'm sure yeah that's fair uh i'm sure that that was one of the joss whedon things was to be like okay let's like take this you know because zack snyder focuses on the spectacle a lot and i think that was something that joss whedon probably brought in was the like all right let's get eyes on the ground a little bit take out probably one of the other subplots that was in there and just replace it with like how are people like citizens being affected by this yeah i feel like yeah the superman taking the building you don't even see the people yeah like he's just carrying a building and like and you, you kind you, of assume you, that yeah, you never know it's like when i first saw that i was like oh i guess there was like a whole building yeah so someone says like oh they're evacuating nearby cities and it's like hmm I, I feel like that was all added in to make it a little bit more grander scope than just one family yeah but you know, that's just, you know, Joss Whedon changing things up. Yeah, the, and I, I liked it. I, I, I think, think that Superman worked really effectively in this movie. I think the whole team worked really effectively. Like, I, I loved uh, Wonder Woman's characterization. That that scene when Batman and Wonder Woman are, like, borderline fighting when she punches him in the gut, that was so good. I, yeah. I loved that scene. Yeah, Batman's, he's kind of a, a dick. Like, <laughs> even um, Cyborg says, he's like, yeah, well, you were being a dick or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, that's kind of like a Batman that, is like the real Batman. Totally. Is he's like, he's blunt. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you know, he's trying to save the world here. Yeah. His teammates kind of hate him, but at the same time, like he's, he's there for a reason. Yeah. I, I love how they did, um, Batman in the way that like, cause everybody's like, how does Batman 
with the Justice League. He has yeah. no powers, but I, th- I think they did a really good job of incorporating him and making putting him on the same level mm-hmm. as everybody else, but still being like human. Because yeah. he gets punched by one woman, just a little punch, and he goes flying. And he's like, oh, yeah. mother ever. And he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, plays it off really cool. Mm-hmm. And then when one woman pops his shoulder back in place, I think that's like when the when one woman first realizes, and I'm glad they added that scene. Yeah. One woman realizes like, oh, this guy, like he, he doesn't take a hit like the rest of us. He yeah. takes a hit and it's like, I hit, <laughs> it hurts. And it's gonna take a while to heal. Yeah, but he's still doing this. Yeah, and uh, so I think that's really cool. No, Batman kind of grounds everything. Absolutely, Flash can get shot in the leg and then be fine like ten minutes later. Yeah, yeah, that metabolism. But Matt, Batman can't. No. Um. So let, let's talk about let's talk about Steppenwolf. Uh, All right. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't love him as a villain. I thought he was first off. I thought he was a boring choice in the first place to even have as a villain in this movie, especially your main villain in the first Justice League movie. Uh, I think that he was done just about as well as like Malekith or Ronan in the Marvel movies. I think he played his purpose though. Sure, in, he was in, a throwaway villain. Yeah, like they couldn't like if they would have brought in Darkseid, that would have been bad. Mm-hmm. If it, they would have brought anybody of worth. Um, it would have been like, well, I guess they just ruined that villain like Marvel has done with some of their villains. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I guess we don't get to see the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Or well, that was a different story. Yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of other stuff. So I'm like, I think he played his purpose in to unite the Justice League against generic bad guy. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's it's interesting because I think both DC and Marvel have had a, a villain problem for a while. Uh and really, like the only the only area of superhero films that that has been doing well with their villains is is Fox. Like the villains in Logan and Deadpool, both really good. Uh, the villains in the first two X Men, most of the X Men movies have had good villains. Uh, you know, like Apocalypse. Like, uh, Apocalypse is the is an exception for sure. He wasn't he wasn't great. Um, I thought he was decent. He, yeah, but he was he about was, as good he was as squandered. Yeah, Apocalypse was was about as good as as Steppenwolf or Malekith or Ronan. You know, like yeah, he was the much. average superhero movie. Just like villain. I'm angry and I want to take over the world. Yeah, why? I don't know. It's like <laughs> yeah. I live to conquer. It's my purpose. Yeah. yeah, like dumb stuff like that. And so that that was I don't know. That was my biggest complaint with Steppenwolf. He also had a, a bit of a weird CGI face. Um, <laughs> like there was there was a like a couple that, of scenes a lot where of the it, CGI wasn't fantastic. No. It was it was good. Yeah, I watch a lot of CW, so like anything better than CW <laughs> is like amazing. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like I'm like, dude, you guys just watch like Flash for like one season, and you'll be like, man, these costumes, yeah, the CGI, this acting, it's terrific. Yeah, so. absolutely. I and I think I mean the CGI on on Steppenwolf was just as good as the CGI on what's his face in Thor Ragnarok. Like, what's the dude's name? Uh, uh, Devil guy. The yeah, the rock dude that Taika Waititi played. Oh, Korg. Korg. There we go. He like the CGI on Steppenwolf was on par with the CGI for Korg. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like CGI hasn't really advanced. No. Like it's almost gotten worse. We I think we I've all I've seen think... some stuff back in the day that was like way better. Yeah. Like first Jurassic Park? I don't know why, but those dinosaurs look so good. I think I think CGI kind of peaked with Avatar and it's been on a slow downward slope since then. Yeah, like <laughs> people know? I think they kind of like found easier ways to do it. Yeah, cheaper. Yeah, cheaper, easier, faster mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, it works. Whatever. Like, yeah, it looks, like, it looks no, the same. Do the better stuff. Yeah. Same thing with the Guardians of the Galaxy costume and makeup. Mm-hmm. A lot quicker and faster, but I'm like, it does not look as good as the first one. Totally. And uh, so here's and this is a this is a side tangent, but I'm I'm having a problem now where the Marvel movies, their costumes are starting to all look the same. Like they're they're using the same materials for I'm everything. Sorry, post. Yeah. If you look at if you look at uh, Valkyrie in Ragnarok, you look at the uh, anyone who's not a main character 
in the trailers for Black Panther. Like they have like those warriors that are wearing like they have interesting like headdresses and stuff, but then the material on their suits is still that same like hexagonal pattern. Yeah, I'm like, can they switch it up? It's all like the same Captain America, like ting 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 ting. Yeah, it's the same like literally it's like the same material. It looks like it's done by the same designer and it makes no sense that Valkyrie, the people in Black Panther and um Oh, what was the other Captain America movie that I was thinking of? No, I mean, yeah, Captain America to a certain extent, but there was ah, there was one that popped into my head. Um, I don't, yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, but like the there, it makes no sense that like those areas of the Marvel universe because people talk about like, oh, Tony Stark just designs all the suits. Definitely didn't design Valkyrie's suit. Yeah, definitely didn't design the suit for the people in Wakanda. <laughs> like, you know, you, you don't get a pass there. I'm sorry. Like they gotta they gotta come up with some interesting stuff. It's never the lead characters, but it's always like the the supporting characters that have the same. Outfit. Yeah, I have noticed that. Except for Thor Ragnarok, had a lot of their side characters had really colorful, strange yeah. looking. A lot of the costumes there were great. Yeah, I think Val, like Valkyrie, was the only one. Her her first outfit, Valkyrie's first outfit, was awesome. But when she changed into the like white Valkyrie I love the suit, white one, but it I is, hated it, that it one. It looks just like everybody else's. Yeah, and it's like it was so bland. And especially especially since it's supposed to be really old and part of exactly. Um. And like Asgard? They were, yeah, they were like ancient Asgardian warriors who were wearing mesh suits. You're like, what? Like, wear armor? What do you like? Wear like a cool Asgardian armor. Like, hey, I, got, I got one question. I don't yeah. know if you can answer this. Thor doesn't know about the doesn't know the the Valkyrie. No, he he knows about, of the Valkyries. He wanted to be one. Yeah. So that means he would have seen one when he was younger. Yeah. But they all died before Hela um, was imprisoned, and Thor knows nothing of Hela. So if he knows the Valkyries, but he doesn't know Hela, that doesn't make sense. Well, maybe they, I mean, I, I think that like a, a generation of them died, but I think that the Valkyries, like they, they probably trained a new generation of Valkyries after all of them died. I'm guessing. All right. That makes sense. But like in the movie, that's what I was, I was like, well, I thought they all died. I was wondering that too. Yeah. I was and like, she was eh. like the last one. They kind of made it seem like she was the last one. Yeah. And uh, I was like, how does he know the Valkyrie, but not the Hela? <laughs> um, Anyway, anyway, back to like I know we, to, we keep getting sidetracked by Thor talk. Ah, Thor, um, it's a good movie. Yeah, it was but, a good movie. Um, the one thing about Steppenwolf being the same as mm-hmm. Ronin, um, Ronin was part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of the best films. Yeah, and has one of the you know coolest teams. So I think it's a it's a perfect villain for a movie that you're trying to introduce a lot of characters. That's fair. That you need to focus on yeah. the good guys and not some like over-convoluted Lex Luthor from Batman v Superman. That is a good point. I, I can't think of a I can't think of a team-up movie that's done a really good job with a villain that hasn't been established prior. You know, like I think Ultron is probably the best job that they've done with that in a in like a team-up superhero movie. Uh He's never he was only established in that movie though. Yeah, but that's what I mean is like because Ultron, Ultron was only established in that movie, and I think that's the best anyone's done with introducing a villain and developing them, and then defeating them within the span of one team movie, movie. team up movie at least. With with like a single hero movie, it's easier because you don't have as many characters to try and like. Yeah, you got two. You got the good guy and the bad guy. Yeah, and but then like some got... supporting. But in Justice League, it's like everyone's a lead. Like actually, you know. um, do you think they did a better job with Ultron or Ego? He was he was established, but no, he was introduced in the movie. He's introduced in the movie. I mm, that's a tough call. He's an interesting villain. He's he's interesting, but he was still like uh, there. It got to a certain point where it was like, okay, this is the same. I think they're on par. Yeah, because I liked I liked Ultron's uh, like sarcasm and his his sort of personality a bit better than Ego. Yeah, he's a little bit more charismatic. Yeah, and it was like it was interesting to see a robot like mm-hmm. that. But 
And it, we're talking about Marvel again. Yeah, we keep Gosh, talking about Marvel. Freaking dang it. Um anyway, I I enjoyed Justice League. I think I think like anyone who especially if you like DC, but even if you just like superhero movies or, or comic books in general, like I think Justice League is worth seeing and it's it's I don't know, it's like it's a lot of fun. It's not again, I, I'll equate it to Fast and Furious movies, like if you know, or and even most Marvel movies. I think it's on par with, you know, movies like Ragnarok or Ant Man, like any basically anything outside of like uh winter soldier avengers and the first guardians like those are kind of like my top three marvel movies yeah this isn't as good as any of those but i think it's just as good as most marvel movies yeah marvel has 17 movies and i think this one is like if it were a marvel like in the list of marvel movies Mm -hmm. i think it would be uh like a top five yeah maybe It'd be, five, it'd be like eight. six. Yeah. It'd be like after the top five. <laughs> yeah. But it would be like better than half of the Marvel movies. Totally. And I think this is the movie that Batman v Superman should have been mm. in introducing a world yeah. that they wanted to. Because like, you know, Batman v Superman was In the end, that movie weird. will be very inconsequential. Because it's just like, it was like that movie, because they basically like tried to sort of rewrite or move on from anything that happened in that movie. Yeah. It's really not going to affect of, yeah. anything. It's just going to be like, well, you know, Batman and they fight once. Yeah. Um, you have to watch that movie at least once to know what's going on. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Some people love it, most mm. people don't. I the ultimate cut, I'm I'm like, I'll watch it every once yeah. in a while. I still I still kind of enjoy it, but it's certainly got flaws. It's it's so long too yeah. to get to anything good. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh. That's why I wanted to edit it down myself. I'm like, I just want to cut this down so I can yeah. watch it for myself Make without having to watch <laughs> freaking Lois Lane and some governor from kentucky or senator or whatever oh, yeah. it was like who is she and why does she have so much of a role in whatever the heck is going on oh i know it was just so she could drink some pee and then get blown up yeah um, freaking, i don't know i don't know his plan yeah it was dumb. lex luther's plan i've been trying to figure <laughs> out so they took this movie and they were just like bad guy they simplified it yeah um here's your exposition mm-hmm. wonderman she'll tell you what's going on yeah now beat him yeah. And it's like, awesome, let's watch it. I'd like, if they do another Superman movie, I'd really like some more Lois and Clark, like doing actual Lois and Clark things, because they haven't done that ever yet. Like, it's, it's always <laughs> just been a bunch of mopiness with them. Like, Well, they did make out in a bathtub. Yeah. But is, like, yes. I don't know. I just want them to actually, like, you know, do some some cool investigative journalism and, like, be a fun team for, like, trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on. Like, do that, please. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping the next Man of Steel is going to be Brainiac. Oh, that'd be cool. Because like Brainiac, that. he's a big bad guy. Yeah. And he's smart. Yeah. And like, since Superman is like super buff, he can't just go punch everything. That's the only thing that uh, Superman can't handle, you know. Like, the only thing he does is just punch his way out of problems. Yeah. And then if you want to have an interesting story, you have to have something where he can't do that. Exactly, yeah. Cause that, and that's why Zod's not an interesting villain to me. Like, I, I like situations where Superman can't punch his way out of... Out of what's going on you know he has to like try and solve the problem which also makes lois lane such an integral character yeah because she in her own way like she's a detective you know what i mean she's an investigative journalist and it's like having lois lane there can oftentimes help like really help the the main plot rather than having her be like a damsel in distress or some you know dumb crap like that but i don't, I don't know I, there, there's a little anyway I, I'm excited for where they're going with the DC Universe. I think it'll be awesome if any of, you know, like they've talked to like George Miller and uh, Matthew Vaughn about doing a Superman movie. Um, you know, with, like we've got like there's the Nightwing movie, the Batgirl movie, Batman movie coming up, you know, Aquaman, Shazam. Like there's a lot of interesting stuff coming in the DC Universe. Yeah, I, I'm very interested when you kept saying all those directors mm-hmm. is to seeing, you know, someone that's not Zack Snyder direct Batman and Superman. Yes. Which 
Snyder's good, but he's like bad at the same time. Yeah. And he just doesn't really know how to tell a compelling story. No. Like he makes everything look really cool. Yeah. And, you know, there's cool spectacles and battles and all this stuff, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's like you need you different need people. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I just want to see different people's take on this. And what's funny, too, is actually I would love to see Zack Snyder do a Fast and Furious movie. I think he would do oh. a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's the perfect type of movie for him. Just he like needs... cars and muscles. Exactly. But he does need like someone to keep him in check. Absolutely. He needs like a team, like someone to team up with. Yeah. To be like, all right, well, maybe, that's... maybe we should uh, focus a little bit less on these amazing shots mm-hmm. and more on like the characters well, and like yeah. the plot. And that's why a Fast and Furious movie would be perfect because they have the same writing team on every one of those movies and then they just switch out directors. Let's and do so, it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get Zack Snyder a, let's over make a for campaign Fast 9. for it. Yeah, Zack Snyder, he, he does the Fast and Furious where they finally go to space. It'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right? Um, anyway, so the uh, last thing we'll talk about, uh, post credit scenes in this movie. There's two of them. Uh, the first one, Superman and the Flash racing. I really enjoyed that. That was like very like, uh, it was like the most campy thing in the whole. Super cheesy. Yeah, and you can totally tell Superman... It's all good. There's a dog barking in the background, guys. Oh, yeah, There's a doorbell, dog barking, everything. He's a cute okay. dog, so don't yeah. worry about it. It's all right. Um, Superman's costume. Uh-huh. I like Man of Steel or Batman v Superman because it's like really dark in Man of Steel, and uh-huh. then it's like a little bit brighter, and then now it's like super bright, but then they have all these undertones or overtones. Yeah, or whatever they you use call the it. same like, costume, but uh-huh. then they they've really like saturated it, and so you can see all the spots where they like accented the costume oh, to make it look like more muscly and muscle, and yeah. it's like. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Go back. Like, you can do the brightness. I don't care. You just have to have a different but... costume. Like you have to like make the costume a little differently so yeah, that it like, doesn't did look he so get weird. The costume? Yeah. Like I thought he got it from his ship and he's like he must have put it back in the ship and he's like, "Hey, can you make me look more buff?" <laughs> Batman's freaking ripped. <laughs> I want to look yeah, I need to look bigger. I would have enjoyed it if they had done the the Death of Superman black and silver costume. Like he goes back to his ship real quick and is like, "I need a costume." And they're like, all right, here you go. That would have been cool. Yeah. I was a little disappointed when he's like, oh, guess no black. Yeah. Oh, well. And I got over No black quick. and no mullet. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. I would have been okay without the mullet. Yeah. Yeah. But it would have been cool with like long hair. I would have loved a Superman but, mullet. Um, I was wondering, how did they, how does, how does he, they brought him back to life because his uh-huh. cells don't die. But like, where's the hole in his chest? Did it heal? Because if they were dormant, they wouldn't have healed. So I don't unless know. Unless he healed super quick in the water because he's wearing a shirt. Yeah. And then like, I feel like, the first thing he would do when he come back to life is throw up. Yeah, because all the true. food in his stomach is going to be rotten. Yeah, and disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird thoughts. Of mine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's 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 fair. I don't, I don't know where the hole went. Uh, I guess I guess we'll have to ask okay. ask a, Jeff Johns about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, is that a, like his whole? There's a huge hole in his chest, but. giant one. Um, and then the second post credits teaser. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. So, you know, it's Deathstroke. If you haven't seen it, which, I mean, if you haven't seen it, why are you listening still? Um, Deathstroke riding the boat to Lex Luthor's yacht who escaped prison somehow. Lex Luthor's really Lex Luthor in it up. He's got his pinstripe suit. Yeah. I thought it was green, but I think it's like a dark blue. Yeah, I can't. But I can't it's remember. like a like a cheesy one. Yeah, it's like a it's a, it's a Gene Hackman like three piece like yeah, you know, very cartoony. Blown. Yeah, he's bald. He's got his like poses on his legs crossed. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah, I guess he's not crazy anymore for some yeah. reason. I don't, I don't know why he's got crazy and wanted to <laughs> call Steppenwolf anyway or Dark Side or whoever it was. Anyway, he wants to just be a bad guy now. Yeah, and he needs some homie bad he's, guys. He's to assembling do it with. his legion of doom, so he brings on Deathstroke. Dude, when he started walking, I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Like so his cool. costume is way better than the CW. Oh one, yeah, but his helmet—I don't know. If you said you didn't notice. Yeah, but see, I, I liked the helmet. I didn't mind it. I thought it was a little big, huh. and like, 
Like big, like sideways or long or what? Like yeah, long and like big and like like almost like a Halloween kind of interesting helmet. I thought it was just too big on the chin mm. as well, and like too much definition, too many like sculpted. It's oh, too I sculpted. See. I'm yeah. like when I want to see Deathstroke, I just want literally like just a round bulb, like in the Teen Titans cartoon. Yeah, or like if it, there's a little bit, you can have like some cheek, but like this whole face was like sculpted to make yeah, it look fair. like a face. And I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. I never liked when they did that with Red Hood in the comics. Mm. I'm like I like more of like a like a helmet. Hel- yeah, like a it can have some like helmet. cool stuff on it, mm-hmm. but basically just cut down the middle. Nothing on the black side, and mm-hmm. then like one eye. I see. That that makes sense. I and I, I think that they I think that they they put together a good look for him. It, it, I think it will it's end costume up looking really cool. Yeah, yeah. And then another thing I was thinking, mm. it's like that's very noticeable. Like <laughs> he's supposed to be an assassin. Like was he walking around in that? But I'm glad they did comic book accurate. Totally. But it's like that looks a little awkward. Like he's just like, he's so good that that guy's a ninja. Yeah, definitely. Don't but, you? I, I hate it when in the comics and in the video games so often he's uh, using the scope with his blind eye. I've seen it so many times in, in different Injustice. comics, in, in Injustice, and in like different comics, and and in video games like uh, the Arkham Origins game too. Like, I've seen so many times where he's like you putting the scope up against his blind eye. What? I'm like, what are you doing, well, guy? His, he lost his right eye, and he's right-handed. Yeah. So I'm like, how is he supposed? To? Maybe he's like so good that he just doesn't need to. He just needs the gun in that position, mm. and he can. He can aim with his. Maybe other he's got eye. a readout in his other eye, like a, like the scope is there, but it just like sends it like dead shot, you know? Yeah, the same type of thing, maybe. Um, I don't know, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think I, it's cool. I'm stoked for him. I hope he's the villain in yeah. Batman, like I said, and um, I hope they fix his hair. Yeah, and I'm 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 totally on board with Jesse Eisenberg as uh, Lex Luthor. I, I think he's I think fine. He's one more shot. Yeah, that's it. And then he's out. One more, and if you if you weird this up, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's fair. Um, Half of his performance in Batman v Superman was okay. Yeah. Half of it was like nonsense. That's fair. I, I agree with that. Um anyway, that's I think that'll that'll do it. We've we've definitely rambled uh, a lot on this episode. Uh thing, Chase, man. you've you've got a you've got a YouTube channel that uh people should oh, check yeah. out. I yeah. I started a YouTube channel. It's me and my friends doing stuff. Just doing stuff. It's like a vlog style, but not really a vlog. I don't really like yeah. pointing the camera at my face. I try to sometimes. It's but a lot of like motorcycle stuff motorcycles, and like really cool stuff. Yeah. I don't know if anybody here listened to the old podcast, but Jason always would always ask me what yeah. I've been doing, and it's always been motorcycles, <laughs> motorcycles. Um, you know, just yeah. making just making films on YouTube. It's good stuff. It's Chase Anderson. Chase, Chase Anderson. with a C C H A C E. There you go. It's like Chance with no N. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, way to say it. Yeah. And then Anderson with an O. Oh, there you go. Good, good, good call. It's, and, he, uh, Chase Chase shoots some really good videos. If you like just watching some uh, some pretty shots and some some cool stuff, it's uh, his videos are dope. Um, check, check it out. out. Che- Whoa! Oh, Jinx, the only soda. Yeah, all right. Um, I don't drink. Neither. Yeah, of us neither of us drink soda anymore. Oh, That's whatever. weird. Anyway, uh, and you can uh, follow the show at Savage Land Pod on Twitter, Savage Land Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, make sure you support our sponsors, Comic Bento and T Blocks. You can find the uh, uh, codes and information in the show notes, and also support Amazon during this holiday season. Like we said, keep us keep us warm and dry. Uh, go to savagelandpodcast.com. On the right side, you'll see the Amazon banner. Click through and do all your holiday shopping, uh, if you please, and support us. But let us know what you thought of Justice League. Uh, at Savage Land Pod on Twitter, you can just hit us up and, and tell us all your little thoughts. Or if you got lengthy thoughts that won't fit within 280 characters, letters at savagelandpodcast.com. We'll read your letter on the show. Uh, and that, I think, does it for this week. Chase, thanks for being on the show while I'm oh, temporarily in sure. Utah without all my equipment. Heck yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's fun, yeah. Maybe, maybe even we might even do a second one while I'm here. We'll see. I'm here for Ooh. a while. 
Uh, thanks for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed your time in the Savage Land. Mm-hmm.